This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, and we've reached the ripe old age of 30 episodes! How has this happened? Thanks for sticking with us, everyone. Love and dedication. <laughs> It'd be really awkward if there's nobody listening to this. this <laughs> oh, one of us. It'll just be Grace and Ben on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Keep going, guys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by these aging beauties. So say hi, everyone. Oh, hello. Sorry, oh, your teeth in. Hang on. Look at you. You're so old. <laughs> A uh, fun fact, uh, 30 is the total number of major and minor keys in Western tonal music, including the enharmonic equivalents. Oh. Cool hmm. story, bro. Oh, yeah. oh, are we meant to be doing something else right now? It's also the average age of our player group, isn't it? Is it? Is yeah. it? Mm. I think, think so. No. Yeah. I mean, Chris Lowe is the average by quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. Somebody oh, what, do it with years? maths. I'm working on it already. Well, <laughs> whilst we get an answer to that, then I'll cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every In 
inside One who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small goals So, travelling across Lake Dravain on the Chuggalong, after the unexpected arrival of Dwayne Fabulosa, a haunting halfling caused the cargo of elemental batteries to explode and begin to fuse together. In a swirl of fire and lightning, the unstable elemental began to surge through the cargo hold and the party sprang into action. Dwayne's dissonant whispers held the creature back and Kidu moved Amira up onto the mast for safety and Orin's dragon cannon fired out blasts of forceful energy. Gwendolyn channeled her inner strength and managed to stun the creature, giving Dwayne's menagerie of beasts more chances to charge in. But as the elemental weakened, it turned its attention to the other elemental batteries in hopes of recharging itself. Orin, hiding behind the cargo with Juna, decided to help the situation by delivering some shocking damage to the lightning-based <laughs> oh, <Orin>. creature. <laughs> Thank you so much for including that in some ever. Which of course caused it to double in size. Enkidu, in an attempt to move out of its reach, took a thunderous teleporting step, accidentally killing the nearby Bessie just before the elemental exploded in death. Patching their wounds, the group rounded on Dwayne for answers, and with a suggestion from Gaius, the blue-haired bard told them the honest truth. He was being haunted by his dead ex-husband, whom he had failed to save. Knowing that the Revenant was still in pursuit, Dwayne leapt from the ship, and in a crack of lightning, sped away across the sky, leaving Gwendolyn behind once again. You know, sometimes, David, we don't need recaps. <laughs> that was not our finest yeah. hour. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those recaps that, yeah, it's just like, okay, well, there's a demoralising start to the episode, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen, the, the silver lining is... No, I was about to say you all survived, but... We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Gut punch, That's... gut punch. Yes. You want another one? Oh. Gut punch. <laughs> Oh. We're going to have to roleplay this now. Next thing you're going to be like, where's Bessie? Oh, no. Oh, she's not moved from where you left her. You oh, guys want to oh, <laughs> see the t-shirt? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Can you imagine? <laughs> so what are you all doing? So uh, as we left it, before Dwayne had leapt away, I believe Gaius and Enkidu had gone downstairs. Downstairs? I keep saying downstairs with this boat. <laughs> Below deck. But everybody else has been left up to see Dwayne speeding away across the sky. Myra is still up at the top of the mast, waiting to be let down. I think June is going to send a message to Rowana to bring Myra down. How big is Rowana? Yeah, what form is she at the moment? <laughs> oh, no, no, not like carry her, but like nudge her <laughs> down. Like, isn't she a goose? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, she's a goose. Oh, can Myra not climb down herself? Well, no, 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 that's true. If, um, if Rowana is giving her the help action, I will make an athletics check. For Myra. Oh, no. With advantage. How high is the mast? It's about 30 feet. Yep, okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's high enough that, you know, if you were too fast, you could hurt yourself. But it's okay. She rolled a, a 19 altogether. Take your time, Myra. Take your time. And she does, like, again, with uh, with Ruana sort of like, yeah, nudging her, like finding footholds for her as she like mm -hmm. comes down. Once she almost goes to fall, but then grabs Ruana's like goosey neck, <laughs> just like for balance. <laughs> It's not the most comfortable thing. But... He's after the animals again, everyone. He's after the animals. Oh, <laughs> She's not even a real animal. <laughs> Keep your friends close and your pets closer. <laughs> but yeah, she makes it down onto the deck safely. Gwendolyn has been looking out across the lake after where Dwayne has gone. She's got her eyes full of tears. She's sobbing. She's cried out for him. And she's 
shocked. She doesn't know what she just saw. And so she's uh, calling out to see Orin, just like, Orin, did, what, what was that? I, what did I just see? I don't know. He transformed into something and flew away. Do I know, DM? Do I know what it was? What he transformed it? Um, you can make an arcana check. Hell yes. Because it was fast, so it was just a blue blur. But whether or not, like, you've got enough knowledge about certain things. You've read mm. a lot of books. I've read a lot of books, but I'm not feeling hugely knowledgeable apparently today. Uh, that is only a 14. 14. You've got some inkling that it is definitely a mythical beast of some description. It was a big blur, but it was like, with, especially with the crack of lightning, slightly like blinding you. It had gotten so far away by the time that you could focus on it that it was hard to see. It was, it was a creature in flight. It wasn't like okay. he turned into smoke or anything like that. It was a creature. He turned into a creature. I, I don't really know, Gwen. He, he transformed into some, some sort of creature. Uh, it was like thunder or lightning or something. Uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I heard a crack of lightning. Juna, did you? Uh, Myra? I just saw what you, you lot saw. Can I make an animal check, or is that just cheating? Uh, yeah, again, it can uh, arcana. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that wants to make an arcana check, obviously that's up on deck. Seventeen. Ooh, seventeen. Yeah. So as where, where you were positioned, you the like the transformation wasn't directly in your eyesight, and like you were just that little bit further round that mm. you saw a transformation, and you as he sort of fell toward the water, just saw two massive wings almost explode out of his back his body like elongate and as it took off horns were coming out the top of his head there was a tail growing out of the back scales starting to run down his body and you're not entirely certain that you believe what you saw but there was something I think he might have turned into a dragon what? are they what? are they even how is that even possible? He's he's not a dragon. He's a halfling. How can he just turn into a dragon and fly away? Well, Although he did say that the way that his husband died, he said that he got caught in his breath. Myra goes running over to the ladder down below deck, lies down, sticks her head through the hatch and is like, Akidu! <laughs> yeah, what, what was that? What happened? Apparently there's a dragon. What? Guys! <laughs> <laughs> Guys! Yeah, what, what, what? Dragon. Uh, Jenny, there's a dragon. Oh, God, can this day get any worse? Where? <laughs> I don't know, but Gwendolyn, Ajuna says she saw a dragon and Dwayne has disappeared and there was some lightning and I think he's a dragon now. What? What the? But Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn says that he's a halfling, so I'm not sure anymore. I don't know. Right. Are we under attack? We. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know, Enkidu. That's why I thought I'd come to you and ask. Um. Also, are you okay? I'm. Oh. <sighs> Enkidu, you go back up there and just to find out what's going on. Okay, I'll I'll be fine. I'm down here. But Gaius, I. I just need a little bit of alone time, if that's okay. Of course. Come on, Jenny. Let's let's. Go and see what's going on. Can I have that bracelet back if you're okay? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you. DM. Yes? Can I ask an arcana question? Absolutely. Would Orin be aware that 
Ben is aware that dragons can sometimes assume human shape, mm. and therefore I assume might be able to also assume halfling shape. Would Orin be aware of this as a fact? With a 14 that you, you'd had before, I'll say yes. Like, okay. with, with the discussion sort of turning to the draconic idea, yeah, like you've read books about dragons, and the idea that they can take a humanoid form, they have been described in a variety of different forms. But yeah, so it is conceivable okay. that a halfling could be one of them. Gwent, um, I could be wrong here, but I don't think Dwayne just sort of turned into a dragon. Yeah, I think he is a, I think he is a dragon. Dun dun dun. <laughs> wow. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose I, I didn't know him for that long, really, so it never came up in conversation. And it's probably not first date conversation, that one, is it? No. <laughs> and just uh, casually slip in, oh, by the way, I'm also a dragon. Uh, yeah. Well. Might explain why I can run away pretty effectively. It, yes. <laughs> He's certainly well equipped for leaving, but... Uh, it does seem like he has a genuine reason after what's just happened to us all below deck with that elemental and with his dead husband being the one who set it all off. Yeah. And a ghost cow. And a ghost cow. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a weird cover, but brilliant. <laughs> 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 So I think maybe maybe he did have a fairly good reason after all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just as I was thinking that he was no good and he did love me after all. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Dragon, I heard there's a dragon. Is everyone okay? Is everyone okay? What's going on? Dragon, what's going on? I don't, I don't see anything. What? Jenny? There was a dragon in Kidu and it flew that way, but it was possibly Mr. Fabulosa. Oh, is everyone okay? Yeah. We we think that Dwayne might might be a dragon. What? But he might come back and he might eat us in Kidu, so you should probably no, no, stay my, near my, me. Uh, I think that's okay. unlikely. I think it's very unlikely that he's coming back, to be honest. Well, I don't know. Well. I've never met a dragon before. No, I've never met a dragon before but from what i recall there were there were good dragons and there are less good dragons um hopefully he's one of the good ones gwen i'm i'm very sorry i think i might have um fueled your dislike for for mr fabulosa and uh i was wrong so i'm very sorry about that and and for any undue stress that that's caused you. And uh, I will think about it for a long time to come and learn my lesson. Uh, Juno, all the evidence pointed towards him not being a good sort. To be fair, I, I you were trying to help me get over him and not be heartbroken. I appreciate all the advice you gave me. The, the advice I gave you about, about your destiny not being with Dwayne, I, I stand by that. I But I think maybe... It's my turn to learn from you, Gwen. It's my turn to have a little bit of a think, I think. I'm going to go see how Guy's getting on. Um, yes. Guy is asked to be alone for a moment. I think he wants to oh. mourn Bessie in his own way. Of course, yes, I will stay up here. Jenny, why don't we go and see how 
I mean, Myra, sorry. <laughs> Let's go check in with Captain. It's okay, Hall. I like it when you call me Jenny. It makes me feel like I'm on an adventure. <sighs> well, it certainly has taken its twists and turns. Let's go and see if we can make sure Hallie's okay and maybe help repair the ship somewhat. As you sort of walk away with her, she's like, so do you think you could kill a dragon? Because I think Gwendolyn would find that very impressive. Um, <laughs> killing a dragon is so far from my thoughts right now. I'm I'm exhausting and everything hurts. I can, I can barely walk. Mia is shipping so hard on this ship right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this ship. entire thing is. I've made it's no decisions. I'm like... Below deck, Gaius. What are you? What are you doing? So, guy is just um, watched um, and Kiyu like go back up deck, and he's just standing there, surveying the scene. And his eyes rest on Bessie. What does he see, David? So, the cargo hold has been, whilst the hull hasn't been uh, damaged in any way, and sort of as you sort of glance around, there's no leaks or anything like that seem to be coming through, but. The cargo that was being carried has been shattered, thrown across the entire space. Some of the uh, the support beams have got cracks through them. The deck above you um, has got a very definite crack that seems to be getting wider. Bessie has been sort of thrown to one side and she's lying there. Because of the the burns from the from the elemental moving like sort of past her and the forceful explosion. Uh, from the teleportation, the thunderousness that knocked her. She actually isn't that matted in blood or anything like that. She just looks a bit singed and is just lying very still. Guy's just going to stand over for a bit. His head bowed. He's going to look around to see if there's any cargo fabrics or tether that's, you know, he can pull off and drag over to, over to Bessie to cover her with. Mm, yeah, there are. There's um, yeah, some sort of like tarpauling type, almost like spare, spare leathers and things to to protect the cargo that you can pull over and just yeah. lie over her. He's just gonna be down there for about five more minutes, and uh, eventually all of you will hear just a few, a very soft melody coming from the cargo hold, being played on a loop. And when it ends, he'll come upstairs. Whilst he's playing, I'm going to minor illusion down the smell of fresh hay. Yeah, he smiles at that. And ends his song. And then he'll come back upstairs. How are you doing, Guy? I mean, hey, you know me. 30 hit points, so I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What a hit point. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay. Like a little bit singed. But uh, hey, I'm okay. Better than some. But um, how are you guys? Uh, I heard about uh, Dwayne leaving and uh, someone shouting about a dragon. But um, I mean, you're all here still, so I assume everything's okay. Gwendolyn runs up to Gaius and gives him a big hug. Oh, uh, hey, you okay? Yeah, I just really needed a a hug and thought you might need one too. Guy just hugs her back. She can just feel him shaking a little bit. She holds him tighter and whispers in his ear. Dwayne's a dragon. That's weird. Guy just pauses for a second and just goes, well, yeah, that was obvious, wasn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he was a bard and a dragon. So, of course, his scales were really impressive, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 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 
Get out. Get out. College of puns and full power. Oh, I'm here dear. for it. I will campaign for it. The um, Yes. The only relief I have for this is that I'm editing this. So that, <laughs> that was perfect. And, and, Gu- and Guy, you could say that he did have the horn quite a lot of the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, God. So don't keep dragging yeah. on this joke. Gwendolyn cannot help but laugh even though (laughs) yes yes at the tail end of these jokes um we'll just just turn to Gwen and be like but seriously though that is that is possibly the most magical thing and fabulous thing I've ever heard (laughs) and uh we've seen some things but um if that's the case he's a he's a hell of a being and uh I mean, it says something for the fact that a, a being like that falls in love and uh, is en- enraptured by you. And like, you know, hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Seduced a dragon. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> they married a dragon. Hey, Mrs. Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> we never actually technically got married. We were more oh, betrothed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice that he actually didn't intend to marry me maybe if he could well it sounds like um from what he told me and from he told everyone else like you know his intentions were good and like it sounds a horrible situation that he's in at the moment but he's uh yeah you know he's gonna go and find some sort of a solution we just gotta have that hope you know yeah just hope no one gets hurt along the way and uh well i'm glad you i'm glad we didn't get hurt more than than we did Yes. Yeah. It does make me think we are uh, headed into more of the same with these batteries and elementals, and we don't really know what we're going to find on the other side of this lake. I was thinking I might go and have a little look at the batteries, if there are any left. <laughs> I will come with you, Orin. Okay, Juno. And and if you start making lightning or fire magic, I will. I, I <laughs> You'll will tell stop me you. to stop. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I won't make that same mistake three times. <laughs> yeah, the two of you trot down. Make a make an investigation check quickly. Um, I'll give you advantage, Orin, because June is there as well. Thank you. Ugh. Thank goodness for the advantage. Eighteen. Eighteen. Almost all of them are shattered and destroyed. In amongst all of the rubble, uh, you do find two that are still intact. One seems to have some smoke in it, so you can imagine it's some kind of air elemental, perhaps. And the other is it almost looks like a bit of a, like a lava lamp, uh, like globules of like molten <laughs> rock moving back and forward. So you can imagine that's that's where the, the fire elemental is being kept. A fire elemental. This is a crazy part of the country mm-hmm. where these things are just roaming around. <laughs> yeah. Ready to be put into batteries. Yep. Mm. Uh, apart from me and Junior, is anyone around down here? Uh, nope, it's just the two of you. Does it look like there's anything to do with the batteries directly? They'd need to be plugged into. They'd need to go into something. I'm assuming. Plugged in. Um. Yeah. From the, they look like uh, glass cylinders, and each end is sort of like a brass plate with sort of attachments on them, as if they could be plugged into a larger machine. Having seen the one from Gwendolyn's wand, you can imagine that perhaps there is some way to transfer these elementals out, but 
you don't necessarily know how to do that. Do you know how much can you fit in your tea caddy? That's a very good question. Ten small items. There's croissants inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she sort of opens it and get, gets out the remains, yeah. Yeah, sort of ten small items-ish. What do we reckon? We reckon a couple of these will fit in? Nothing crazy's going to happen if we put it in there in the magical space, is it? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that'd be all right. It's probably uh, fairly inert in that magical space. Um, I can't imagine any bad stuff's going to happen. It's probably safer in there than in my All right, put bag. the air one in first, because just in case. Or should we keep them already... separated? Should we put one in the tea caddy and I'll keep one in my bag? No, I'll put them. If, if one goes in, we might as well put them both in, right? Okay. I'm going to slowly put one into the tea caddy. The air one. Yeah. Drop it in. I think about it and pull it back out again. Yep, it comes back out. Seems to still be moving around in the same way that it was. Smoky sort of fluidness inside of the cylinder. This seems fine. I'll pop the uh, lava lamp one in. (laughs) (laughs) That genuinely made me jump, Chris. (laughs) Same. Uh, Yeah, same again. Like, you put it in, you pull it out a moment later. Seems to have been unaffected by being in there. Okay. Orin, are we telling anyone about this or is this your and my little secret? I think this is our little secret, Juno. (laughs) I got ya. Thanks. No, it doesn't look like there are any batteries left down here. Oh, that's a shame. Would have been nice to have seen a battery, wouldn't it? Intact. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll go and report to the others. We'll make our way back up. So just to clarify, you've put both of them actually into the tea caddy, haven't you? Yes. Like you've tested them and then put both in? Yes. Okay. What? What? Wait, I hang just on. Clarify. You just clarify. That's what I was doing. Just clarify. Fire and electricity in a vacuum of space. Fire and smoke is all but we know. Fire and smoke. Would you have created like a thunderstorm in like they're, empty they're, space? They're, <laughs> they're in like containers. containers. They're in like a... Containers, yeah. Like okay. A, but they, do they knock separated. against each other as they get... Like drop in. Can, like, I'm not like maybe because you can up. think of them separately. Like okay. what comes out of the caddy is what you think of. So sure. maybe they're okay. But David's that's, voice. That's, that's one way that it could be working. Yeah. We don't know till we know. <laughs> we don't know to when fair, we're in the middle of to fight. Be fair, if Orin hadn't suggested it, Juna would. So we were doubly going down this path, <laughs> whatever the consequences. <laughs> it's what our characters do, put inappropriate things in the tea caddy. Yeah. We learned this by now. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> Let's do it. That's fine. Yeah, so you make your way back up. Um, Enkidu, at the, um, up, uh, up with Hallie, she's a bit like, so... Um, how is the damage? Is it is it bad? It look it sounded bad. From what I glanced after the the the, the battle, uh, there's no damage to the hull to the ship, but I think pretty much all the cargo down there is uh, is destroyed and every single last our... battery's gone. Are you there? Nope. Yeah, go away, Juno. Get out. Oh, of sorry. <laughs> 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 just, just Juna's voice in your head, in my head Okay. Yeah, right. obviously you know, I trust the message. Our own private elemental yeah. battle downstairs. <laughs> so, Hallie looks a little bit worried for a moment. She goes, "Well, I don't want to place the blame on all of you, but uh, that was a lot of money that just exploded, and the only people that were down there were you. So, how do you think you could?" Repay me for that? Once we reach to the other side, and we have business with the Winthrops, I'm sure they'd understand that the cargo is highly volatile. Um, the things are inside. Sentient life, don't want to be inside, and it broke free. 
and attacked us. We, it was a, it was an accident. I'm sure the Wingthrops have some kind of insurance policy that will cover the damage. Well, I mean, I don't understand how it necessarily broke free because the containers that they were in are magically designed to stop them from doing that. So unless somebody had opened the containers in the first place, then that really shouldn't have happened. Am I there, David? Uh, you're up on deck. So yeah, you can con- sort of see Enkidu and Halley having a bit of an awkward conversation at the front. I'll just pipe up and go, yeah, but the thing is, though, we were all on the deck when this happened, right? Yes. We were all on the deck. And also, with respect, when those things started breaking free, we ran down there. And frankly, my dear, you wouldn't have a ship right now. You wouldn't have your life right now if it wasn't for us. So with respect, I kind of feel like you owe us. I don't think that's... I mean, because if you weren't on the ship, then they probably wouldn't have exploded because nobody would have gone down there at all. Well, I mean, now we're just talking about Schrodinger's cat right now. <laughs> but you went down there, you and the, the chap with the goggles went down there, and then it exploded. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So... But we didn't do... I, 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 I appreciate... I mean, situation. I don't want to... You know, we've, we've still got an hour left of this journey, so I just I wanted to start the conversation now whilst we were out at sea or lake, you know, without bringing any threats or anything into it. We've all, you've all been, you all look exhausted, you all look awful, and yes, you dealt with the issue, great, the ship hasn't sunk, wonderful, but that was about a thousand gold worth of of cargo that I'm expecting to deliver well look the thing is how about i mean enkidu what do you think like is is there any like service or anything we don't want to like we don't want to like leave you out in the on the high and dry here like we don't have a thousand gold to spend but um i don't know enkidu like what 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 can we offer (laughs) um what can we offer well we have business with pharisee and wingthrop i'm sure she can um compensate you for this loss I'm sure she, as a scientist, she understood, understands that these things can happen and you're not to blame for anything. So I'm sure you'll be compensated, not by us, but by the Wingthrops who you're employed by. Guy's just going to look over at Mia and just be like, mm-hmm. raise an eyebrow. And I, Myra, and I just like, I, I elbow her a little bit. Goes, Isn't that right, Myra? Uh, well, well, yes, Miss Captain Lady, I am <laughs> not who I have said I am. I'm actually a Wingthrop myself. My name is Myra Wingthrop. You may have heard from about me because everybody thinks I'm missing. But I'm not missing. I'm on your boat. And we are her gods of her employee to And it can go one of two ways. Either oh, no. I can tell people that you have kidnapped me or I can say that you were being very helpful. How would you prefer? And I'd say that you were being very helpful in escorting Ms. Winthrop safely across the lake to her family who are waiting for her arrival. Who I'm sure would be very generous with helping her. With a reward for the safe return of their young prospect. Well, let's not go that far, Enkido. I don't want to go home just yet. No, 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 that's not part of the one. Anyway, that's, you know, that's one of the two ways this thing can go. And I kind of just like... Wink at Myra as if to say, play play along, please. She rolls her eyes back at you. (laughs) Yes, I suppose perhaps a reward for my safe return. Or at least letting people know my whereabouts or something. So how about that? Uh, The captain 
looks between the two of you. And Kidu, can you make either a persuasion or an intimidation? It's up to you. Either one's fine. Ooh. I'll let you. I'll let you have advantage with it as well because Myra has sort of like guided you into it. Plus six, <laughs> please God. I rolled a two and a three. Oh. <laughs> oh. The dice gods do not want this to go well. And I have plus six. No, it's a nine total. Nine. Um, she looks at the two of you like, so your name was Jenny. Okay, look, is there is there anything that we can do to help out? Like, we like honestly, we don't have the goal, but is there anything that we could do? I don't know. How much is your horse worth? That's probably <gasps> the biggest thing you've got on you. <clears throat> yeah. Um, not in... Not anymore. Our, our cargo also didn't make it. She does look sort of sad at that. Uh, she looks uh, worried for you, empathetic. Uh, still sort of like cogs going in, the, in her head, though, and she goes, uh, I mean, there's lots you can sell from a dead horse, I suppose. Uh, I'm Leathers I'm, and meat. And no, I'm sorry. I no. could try to make some money from that. No, 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 I'm sorry. I assure you what we told you about Ms. Wingthrop here is the truth. We are going to escort her safely to her family. They'll be happy to see her. And knowing that you had a part in her safe arrival will gloss over the loss of these batteries, I'm sure. We can't. That horse was very precious to us. And the thought of having to desecrate her body to pay a tuppence of what you're owed is just doesn't sit well with us. Sorry to speak for you guys, but... That's what's on my mind. I understand. Okay, when we get to shore, I will go to the nearest Wingthrop I can find and bring Myra to them. You can all wait on the ship. It's fine. You don't have to go anywhere. But then she can confirm that this was all an accident. And look, we've got her safe. And hopefully explain that I wasn't the one that endangered her on the ship in the first place. But she's delivered and hopefully that will excuse anything else. Okay, we would have to go with you as well to ensure your safety. Of course, we didn't expect this, you know, accident to happen on the ship. Obviously very dangerous, so to ensure everyone's safety, we should all travel together. Okay, well, we'll travel together. We'll go to, we'll go to the WCI, I'll talk to Quanta, and that will be that. Okay, let me, um, let us go tell the rest of the group what this arrangement is, and then we'll sort out our itinerary. Okay, fine. Like I say, we're about an hour off, so uh, I'll keep steering and pray, I suppose. For what it's worth, and I know this is not going to make up for any monetary debt incurred to you, but um, I I am sorry about your loss in uh, welfare. Temporary, as it may be. And with that, I'll just trot back to the others. With with Myra, I'm just going to give her a little tap on the back and say, come on. Sort of Myra looks at the captain, follows you, strolling away. And as soon as she's out of earshot, she's like, let's not go see Quanta. That's a very bad idea. Let's not go do that, okay? Yeah, I agree. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Let's confer with the others. Uh, whereabouts are you all gathering? Far enough away from Hallie, I assume. Yes. <laughs> Downstairs? Down below decks. <laughs> below decks? <laughs> um, is there any. Oh, the spot isn't that big. It's like a barge, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that big. It's sort of like 30, 40 foot end to end. Yeah. There's no cabin. No, no, no. Right. It's just basically the cargo hold and the, and the top deck. Um, everyone, can we have a little chinwag below decks? We we have a slight issue. Yeah? Right, yes. Guy, you alright going below deck? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. Like, um... Yeah, let's go. 
and we'll trot downstairs. Yeah, we'll, we'll go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have an issue. Hallie is quite upset that she's lost all of the cargo of which she was, of course, going to receive payment for safe delivery of, of which there is now none. None we at all? No, n- yeah, none Absolutely at all. Absolutely none. We couldn't yes. find any, could we, Oren? What? what it- oh. Insight No, no, just there's nothing. <laughs> I know, right? It's a good team name. The Insight Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> if he's making insight, can I roll deception? Me too. Yeah, because I know yeah, that's, what's, I if that's to, what's going on. I'm curious if Guy knows. Yeah, go for it. 23. 12. I got 24. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got 24. Sorry, mate. I rolled really high. Oh. Yeah. You see straight through that, guys. Yeah. Okay. Just just so guy knows. That's like. <laughs> yeah. So. I feel I... like Juna and Orin are being naughty school kids again. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. But, yeah. but Juna Sticky doesn't fingers. remember the last time they were naughty school kids, right? <gasps> no. Okay. Yeah, you're in doesn't. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's two things. Either either she wants to go with Myra to the Winthrops with us in tow, or the the WCI or whatever she said. WCI. What is the WCI? Don't know yet. But it's Winthrop. the Winthrop Convalescent Institute. It's where all of the soldiers oh. go. Okay. So, but the thing I'm worried about that is that then there's another person in the narrative, and I feel like it's important that we control that, or. She said that she's lost a thousand gold. A thousand gold? That is, oh my that is a lot. That's a hefty price. I'm not going to yes. lie. And like I said immediately, just like, we don't have that money. We've got a couple of carpets. Um, gosh. We do. And they were good carpets. A thousand gold worth of carpets? What? Mean, it's probably not that expensive a carpet. In the price of <laughs> elemental sentient life in batteries. Could I perhaps somehow contact my father if somebody has a way of contacting him maybe with Orin's writing or something um, I don't know Gwen I have a way I could contact your father um, you you do? yeah I uh, the other the other night I found that uh, I've developed this ability to be able to communicate with someone I thought I'd lost communication with and I can I can try it on your father I respect the man. We we could do that if that's what you want to do. Wow. Yes, I I didn't really think I'd be getting in contact with him quite this soon, but if it's going to help us out, I, I would be willing to... Are you sure you want to do that over this, Gwen? Um, well, otherwise uh, we could potentially put Myra in trouble. We could either potentially get ourselves arrested. Um, so, yes, to help everyone. I'm willing to. Are you sure, Gwendolyn? Do you want your father to know where you are? Are you up to? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I at least he would know I was safe, and I, I, I want him to know I'm safe. So he's the only person I know with that sort of money. Mm. Is he going to be able to? Well, how's he going to get it over here? I mean, we could get him to promise a, a writ of some sort. I, I don't know. Neath his um cloak. Guy's fists are like clenching so hard, and he just goes, I, if you don't want to do that, Gwen, I have the money. What? I've, I've, I've got enough money on me. What? 
Huh? Where, how on earth do you have the money, Gaius? He's like, he's, he's physically feeling revolted at this moment, just thinking about what's going to happen next. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, okay, so I um didn't actually spend the money on, like, Luckbringer's Blessing. I borrowed money from the consortium to pay for the Luckbringer's Blessing gift, so therefore I kept my money, and therefore I have the thousand gold. What? Wait, what? You were only what? given, like, but 150 we, gold Yeah, each. we weren't given a thousand gold. <laughs> How what, the fuck do you have what? four thousand gold? <laughs> <laughs> Chris's, like, <laughs> numbers suddenly going, what? Yeah, I, you oh, only no. got 150 we gold. We got 150. Okay, we got, hang on, we got 150. <laughs> oh, oh, I, we definitely all thought something bigger was oh going gosh. on than was yeah. going on there, I was about to Chris. strangle my microphone. Going, I took like, a screenshot. You added an extra zero when you entered it. Yeah, we got 150 gold there. 150 gold? For a moment, I was like, where has Gaius <laughs> got this money? Like, uh, Excuse me. Okay, I yeah, got... I like, oh my God, this is like his backstory. Yeah, I thought yeah. so as well. Yeah. I thought well, the sword is worth a thousand. Oh my gosh, you're so excited. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was going to be tied in with, with Gwen's dad in some ways. Like, we can't contact Gwen's dad. Yeah. He's my father <laughs> too. And then the build up to it as well. Like, yeah. oh, this fist clenching. I was like, <gasps> this is all suddenly going to get cut. No, it's going to no, be gorgeous. Yeah. 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 This is a massive blunder on my part. I think I've got 147. <laughs> gold not <laughs> 1470 gold yeah, yeah I okay there's a naught in there that shouldn't be there <laughs> that's a shame that's a real shame because I, I was really happy with myself these last two sessions yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy about this the moment though it's absolutely yeah, yeah. gold was this, amazing. this moment is worth a thousand gold I love the idea that Gaius perhaps because of like where he's from hasn't quite gotten Money conversion in his head, right? And he thinks he's got a thousand gold pieces. Yeah, Dravanian <laughs> currency, like the, the difference is like really confusing. I'm really sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, I've... Looking at that money pouch, there's no way there's a thousand gold in there. It's an easy mistake to make. You know what's funny is that a couple of sessions ago, I said that I was going to be really like proper on it with the gold. I was like, this was going to be a changing like moment in my D&D career where like... <laughs> I will be legit checking on my gold and I've just completely blundered that up. Okay, brilliant. No, I've got 140 gold. Who wants to share with the table? Otherwise, we're letting the captain join us on the adventure. That's the situation. <laughs> okay, I've got like 15 gold. I don't think that's going to help us. Okay. I've got 49. DM, how many batteries were there intact in the first place? Six crates with 16 uh, batteries in each. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. 96 batteries. 96 mm. batteries. And you guys are two of them. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> worth about a fiver each. Yeah, they're not, yeah. They're not worth <laughs> much. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> not that valuable. No. So just letting you know what's going to happen when we eventually go into port. Okay. Yeah, we have right. an hour there's... till we reach shore. Okay, there's always, there's always going to be another plan. Um... I honestly, I don't mind. Um, thank you, guys, for your generous offer. Um, no problem. I, I think perhaps it's about time my father knew I was safe. And if there is a way he can send the money, then it's worth a try. And if, Junie, you have a way of contacting him. You can contact him without asking him for the money. <sighs> Or we can write him a letter. Ooh, we could say that we've got you hostage. Well, what about that <laughs> pearl necklace that Deacon gave you? How much is that? Do we think that's worth? Oh, I've got it. I don't know how much it's worth, though. I believe Hilda said it was worth 
500 gold? I don't remember that. Sorry, Grace remembers that. Gwendolyn was off her head on frost. Oh, no, she did hear her say it. No, because she had a chat. She remembers it. Yeah. Sorry. Going around in circles. There. Yes, it's a bit fuzzy, but I do remember her saying it was worth 500 gold. 1,000 gold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, Gwen, I, I am ready to send whatever you want to your father, but if you don't want to message him and be like, I'm fine, PS, wire money, we can take the PS off and solve it ourselves. And she holds up Crow's finger and says, we've done harder things. Okay, hang on. We've got... Because I just realized, actually, yeah, so we got Gwen's thing. We got this wand, and I'll pull out the wand that I stole from the, uh, what are they called? The Vondells. The Vondells, Hang on. yeah. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. that's a wing throw wand, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's good. It's valuable. I got this sword on my back. I don't know how much that is. Been carrying around all this time. I have this much money. What? <sighs> okay. <laughs> how much is you holding out there, Vicky? It's like Vicky's natural 20. <laughs> I know I, I didn't holding spend... out hand, audience. I didn't spend all of the There's money. There's nothing in it. <laughs> I did spend all of the money, but I, I don't know how much is left. I think probably like 50-ish gold, but I didn't write it down. Yeah, I'm going to start ambiguity. writing stuff down. How much could we actually get to? Well, okay. Also, I feel like Juna doesn't work a lot in money, so she would have just held out her hand and gone, I've got this, <laughs> We've got this much. <laughs> okay, Myra, you wanted yeah. to go and see your cousin, didn't you? Yes, Ferrisine. And where's where's Ferrisine? Well, she she has a workshop... It's not actually far out of out of Drostad. It's it's actually just north a little bit because she she works in Drostad, so she's not too far away. Okay, so she works in Drostad. So can we can we take Hallie to Ferrisine? Will Ferrisine be able to help us out in some way? Well, the tricky thing is that if if the captain is very specific about talking to Quanta. We kind of have to go past the WCI before we get to Ferrisine, so she might want us to go that way instead and cause a fuss. Who's Quanta? Quanta is... She's kind of like a great aunt, but like also like a second or third cousin. This family is dripping in nepotism. Mm. Absolutely. But she runs runs the WCI, and uh, Ferrisine works for her, so Quanta is, is quite prominent, and she's quite senior in the family okay so we don't actually want maybe her to find out that you're here no i think that would be bad until until i've until i've talked to ferrisine in which case it might all be okay and i might be completely wrong my parents might be absolutely fine okay so maybe like uh 500 from gwen's thing i've got my he's gonna clench his fist again 140 i guess it's the 640 (laughs) i don't know how much the wand is we got the carpets they might be worth a bit each, the carpets. Carpets, yes, that's yeah, a we'll, good idea. We'll see, we'll see how much those, we can get for the carpets. Those one sell for 150 each. Well, how do you know that? Well, because oh, the wand. Sorry, I thought you said the carpets. The wand, the wands do, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought you meant the carpets as well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Myra <laughs> is like an expert carpet maker. She's like, yeah. All we've been forgetting that there's a tag just attached to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From DFS. It says 50% off. We'll take that off and then it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have a wand as well. What, remind me what the ones do. These ones are useful. They are very mm. useful. This one casts fairy fire. I believe Gaius's makes people weaker. Yeah. But I mean, so we've got eight hundred and ten. This is not really our fault, and I I understand we don't want to put Myra in any danger. I think that's important. Yeah. But is there not a compromise where we take some of the fall and 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 someone else does? Yeah, where we don't end up paying out of pocket for something that we didn't do. Yeah. How did it all explode? There was the Arthur, the the Dwayne. He was like a ghost cow. 
No, like, no, it, like Mr. No. Goose was saying. It, remember what what Dwayne said. Yes. Basically, there was this spectral like person who was following Dwayne and basically, and trying to be really sensitive about this around Gwen, and basically was chasing after him. The spectre was there, dropped the batteries in front of us, and then that's when it all kicked off because basically the spectre has got an issue with Dwayne. That is the situation. And it doesn't sound believable. And I feel like the people at the uh, WCI are not going to care for it. No, probably not. That sounds utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel, I just feel like paying off as reluctant as it sounds is maybe the best thing for us. Or maybe All we right, knock the I, captain I out think, and we run I away. I don't think giving over wands is ever a good idea. I mean, no. frankly, I don't really care really much for this wand, so I don't mind. But like Gwen's is really useful, but this wand I can get rid of. Also, we need to pay for her silence. Even if she doesn't believe us, she we've revealed that we've got Myra Winthrop in our company. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. To stop her yes. from telling her family. So we have no choice. We've got to pay the amount, even though it yeah. stings. All right. Or perhaps we can throw her overboard and claim the ship as our own. That it. And become pirates on Lake Dravain. That is tempting. That is tempting. It does sound and then, cool. And then you can all be called the Chug-Along Pirates. I think we've come up with a better name than that. <laughs> I think we have other things that we need to do, don't we, Myra? Well, possibly, yes. It might be a bit of a distraction from helping your parents. Yeah. It'd be quite fun, though, won't it? It would be, but I'd rather not put Hallie, uh, well, throw Hallie overboard. She's just trying to do her own job yeah, and get on with life. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we've got, um, let's just, just to clarify... Um, what's the 500 coming from again from Gwen? Uh, the necklace that I've got here. Yeah, the pearl necklace. I mean, necklace. I only suggested that. That's sort of up to Orin and Gwen. Totally down to you guys. But yeah. just, to, just to be clear, if that is roughly 500 and then we've got my 140 <laughs> and then we've got um, Juna's... I've got 49. Oh, okay. That, that, that's helpful. I think I had 50. Is that about right, DM? I can't remember how much the I books were. I just knew I had enough money. <laughs> <laughs> I, got that. I can't remember. And you paid compromise and 10 30. for rations as well. 35. I'll say you, you can have 50 left. I don't think it... So you we were given 150, weren't you? Yeah. The books weren't 100 altogether. Were to they? summarize, so far, so with, with 30 coming from Juna and then from... Oh, DM said I could have 50. Yeah, yeah, I've just added that. Ah, oh, cool. I have 50 as well, says Myra. Hot damn. Okay, we're getting good, we're getting good. And so that gets us to 889... And then we just add the carpets and maybe those carpets, fingers crossed, could get us over the line. It's worth maybe. a try. I can cover what's left. And she did say the horse. I mean, it's very sad that Bessie's no, dead. No, but... we're not carving up Bessie. I'm sorry. Well, what else are you going to do with her? Can we not give her a proper send-off? A, yeah, exactly. A respectable goodbye. She saved Gaius's life. Now, I don't mean to be very rude, but we are trying to be very sneaky. And if we're going to carry a dead horse through town, I think people might see us. I think what I um. Hmm. Why don't we give her a send off before we dock and um, yeah, to the sea? Send her, a send her burial? to the sea. Send her to the lake. She's too heavy. We can't all lift her. We can try. I do like that rather than like it's gonna be more respectful than like us burying her and then some wolves or like things pick her off. I like the sound of the the water burial. Frankly, it's just coming from me. She was everyone's horse. Oh, she was your horse. Gaius, really. Perhaps if there are any bits of crate left over, we could make her some sort of raft and we could push her out and maybe somebody could light her up. Really give her a hero send-off. Yeah. Sure. Ben, you look as... <laughs> Ben's face. Myra and Orin share a look as they glanced across the <laughs> scraps of yeah. wood that are... Orin's just like, okay. 
Orin, <laughs> um, shouldn't we should be able to cast a very small fire with prestidigitation? Uh, well, I can deal with fire if we need fire. That's not an issue. I, okay. I can give us some illusionary fire. Yeah, that's not gonna. <laughs> some I safe can digital fire. fireplace. Yeah. Exactly. So things don't actually burn. <laughs> Hand ten, everyone. I'm gonna just. I'm quite good at like you know spinning the yarn. But um, who would like to have a go at maybe persuading the captain with all this? I'm well up for that. Yeah. Unless anyone else wants to. Sorry, I don't think it's really my area of expertise. You have got 889 gold to play with and the carpets. <laughs> deal or no deal if yes. there's someone who could help me up the I'll, up these I'll, stairs with the carpet i'll come with you miss Bloom, with the carpets with my five pound mage hand so, so it's like you can Halle. lift a box of cereal and that's a problem about it. <laughs> oh uh, by this point as well as you approach the um sort of the sun is just about setting it's getting dark but yeah you sort of saunter over carpets <laughs> in hand Hallie, we've uh, we've had a bit of a whip round, and we have this. She presents the pearl necklace. This she presents the gold pieces, and these she presents the carpets. And is like, and I hoist them off and drop them. We down. believe this comes to the value of a thousand gold pieces. Oh, and we've got this wand. <laughs> the wand, and my axe. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she looks. Over it all, and she's just like, what's all this for? It's everything that we have in monetary value that's as close as we can get to a thousand gold to cover your losses. We heard that we needed to trump up this money. Yeah. Well, I thought we were just going to go see Quanta and they were going to pay. Here's the thing. You may not believe us about who we have in our company, but it is the truth. And um, the details of our, our job require us not to go to the WCI. And this has to be done in a level of discretion, including yours, um, I'm afraid. So by way of a very small apology, and also to try our very best to recompense you for your loss of cargo, we've overturned our pockets. Uh, whoever would like to, Junior and Kidu, make a, a persuasion check with advantage. Please, can I do it? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Oh Come on, you have plus six. Roll. Okay, 21 is the highest. Yeah. 21. She sort of like turns away from the wheel, gingerly takes the, uh, the, the, the silver pearl necklace out of your hand, Juno. She says, how, how much is this worth? 500 gold pieces. Oof. Reckon I could get more for it. Then get more for it, yeah. Okay, so... The necklace? Is that a wand? Yep. What does that do? It saps the strength of whoever you cast it at. So it's kind of like a defensive type thing. Okay, okay. Couple of carpets. I mean, they look very nice. They're big. You could fit a person inside them and roll it up if you (laughs) wanted to. (laughs) Why would I want to do that? I'm not saying that you do want to, but if you did want to, then you could. It's just a very nice carpet. Ask any more questions. You're very... Okay. I will accept all of these things. And I won't tell anyone about Myra. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. I don't quite know how I'm going to explain why I don't have what they've asked for. You just tell them the truth, that there was something that got on the ship that destroyed 
whatever was in those cases. How would you feel about me at least saying that it was a passenger? Not you, but I was bringing a passenger, they got nosy, caused an accident and then ran when I got to shore. Yeah, it's not exactly a lie, is it? As long as they don't think that's us. They don't know we exist, so I, I personally am okay with that. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I'll just say it was someone. I'll give a vague description. Won't sound like your lot, but okay, fine. I agree. Great. If you could just leave all of that directly in front of me. I don't want you running off with it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of like directly behind the wheel (laughs) so she can see the pile of stuff and like where she's going. Hallie, it's been a long night. Would you like a cup of Twain Thai tea? Oh, I'm not really a big tea drinker. I knew we'd kill her. I knew we would. <laughs> <laughs> this was it. This was the thing. We're this all like, let's not kill term. her. And then that, with that, Juna just stabs her in the <laughs> She snaps her neck and Correct. saunters off the ship. <laughs> Dusts the body in tea leaves. And walks this away. feels vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, but no. Each to their own. And she just sort of walks away. Honestly, thank you. And I tip her a little bow and I back off she uh yeah turns back to just moving the ship onwards pulls her red hair a little bit in frustration with one hand but it's more just like to calm herself down whilst whilst the rest of the journey continues <sighs> and Kidu, i can't help but thinking that if she was a tea drinker she would not be this agitated <laughs> grace here keeping you updated with all things no small roles related The wonder that is Ben Galpin has made us a swanky new website. Head over to www.nosmallroles.com to check out what is on there so far. It is all looking very, very pretty. And talking of technical stuff I don't understand, we have expanded our Discord. So if you're a fan of No Small Roles and chatting on Discord, this is the place for you. As well as the public part of our Discord, open to all our fans, there is still an exclusive patron-only thread. So if you'd like access to that get signed up to our Patreon. Our Patreon has a range of subscription levels and excellent perks come with each. In this very month of April, we have Jeremy Cobb's character creation session with David. I cannot wait to hear all the secrets. The Fabulosa theme music will be available for you to enjoy in all its glory. There'll also be an exciting new subclass from David's brain, as well as patron polls and more. When you sign up to our Patreon or move up a level, you get a shout out right here in the middle of the show. We are thrilled that three of our beloved patrons have recently moved up. So a massive thank you to Pippa Beckford, Sam Oaks and Stuart Townend. We hope you all enjoy your extra goodies. We also have a brand new patron. So welcome and thanks to the awesome Oren Bailey. You have our gratitude and we wish you big rolls aplenty. 
Now, if you didn't already know, another perk of being a No Small Roles patron is the opportunity to join us for recordings of No Small Questions. We have a lot of fun during and after the recordings, and it's a great way to get the inside scoop on the goings-on of El Tempia. This month, I'll be in the hot seat, along with the most charming of bards, the one and only Jeremy Cobb. We are so thrilled to have more Jeremy in our lives. So get those fabulosa questions into us via social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us by searching No Small Roles on Facebook. Talking of our marvellous bonus shows, the superfans are all caught up. From now on, Superfan Chats will be making its way to your ear holes on a monthly basis. So for recaps, theories and general nerdy goodness, look out for Superfan Chats towards the end of each month, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the story. Yeah, so you all gather back together. Briefly, just before we gather back together, if I was near Myra, Mm -hmm. I just at some point have leaned over to Myra and go, I could just got a device that would make you invisible i can't help but feel that that might be an easier route but i mean maybe their negotiations are gonna go all right so oh give me a second <laughs> but she was like i made one of those two weeks ago does she have invisibility on her spell list yeah yeah spell spell spells she probably does Classic fucking Myra. <laughs> she's nine years old. No, she so doesn't. Salty. She doesn't. Ah, in your face, Myra. <laughs> ben, angry at a nine-year-old girl. Oh, no. How it's do you mean ben, you can make Orin. me invisible? Yeah, That's quite impressive. <gasps> you mind if I see it? Okay, you can see it. I don't want to turn it on, though, because I'm only going to get one use of it. So we might need it later. Okay. I will pass her a little device... With some sort of mirrors and um, the, like little light projectors and things that ah. uh, that that could uh, she could probably see if used correctly could make someone invisible probably for an hour or so as long as I was thinking about it. Oh, and just in the middle of it, there's a little eyelash as well, just in a, in a little bit of gum, just sort of in the middle of the device. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't stick that bit of mirror on, so I just I just used a bit of gum and oh, I don't know an eyelash got in it somehow. Oh, so how does it work? Is it like light refraction or yeah? Yeah, it's basically a bit of light refraction, basically. So, yeah, you just sort of bounces it around. And uh, so it appears from the other side that uh, that you're uh, that you're not there, essentially. I mean, in direct sun, it might be a bit of a giveaway. I don't know. but So is it do I have to hold it? Do I wear it? Do I? Yeah. How does it how does it turn on? Uh, you'd have to hold it. OK, like this. I won't turn it on. I'm just checking. Uh-huh. But uh, there's a. Pretty key component that uh, that I'm holding on to, so it's not going to work until uh, until I give it the say so. Oh, Orin, that's not fun. Uh... Yeah, I know. Isn't that a shame? <laughs> okay, but it's a very clever design, actually. That's quite. That's quite. I like that. Thank I might you. try making one of my own. Fair enough. You show me how you, to do show. Do you power it with with pearls as well? This one. No, this one isn't powered by pearls. No. Oh, okay. That's just Aggie. That was a bit of an experiment. Well, I'm just very surprised at what you can do with some things. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Turns out that the uh, the Wingthrops don't know everything about inventing stuff, eh? Burn! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that we have invented invisibility before, Orin. That's not a new invention, but this version, this is a lovely design, okay? Okay. Now, do I keep on hold of this? No, I'm going to look after like it, it for the moment. Okay. Okay. Well, very good effort. 
could look better. Hammer <gasps> strike me. Okay, fine. Don't Let's rise. Give it back. Don't rise to it. She's so precocious. I love her. <laughs> She's great. She hands it back to you. Okay, I take it back off her. Gwendolyn, I suppose, has been helping Guy kind of prepare Bessie for mm-hmm. burial at Blake. Yeah. During this. David, just so I'm clear, I don't want to mm. spend too long on, on the whole logistics of moving a horse, but I just wanted to just check. In terms of her getting down, was there sort of like, like a, lo- a lowering and raising like mechanism? Yeah, basically there's a big old hatch in the uh, in the centre of the boat that had been opened. For a harness and whatnot. Well, no, not so much of a harness. Like the, the lid of it had turned into a ramp down. Yeah, fine. Which is how you'd all like walk down and how you'd sort of duct her down. That can still happen whilst the boat is in motion. So if you did want to do that and at least like carry her up that way that's the easiest way because obviously she wouldn't fit through the hatches i think we can all do it we just need to get everyone together but uh yeah thanks gwen if we come back down now yeah are we yeah cool okay well we'll wait for everyone to be ready and then we'll just ask them to go ahead and lift her up and push her up the ramp yeah with all of you working together i'm not going to get everyone to do a strength check or anything like that good all heave her right the way up the up the ramp, bring her out onto the, the top deck, and then heave her into the water? Do you want to say any words before you do that? Guy? Um, I've never had to, like, say words before to... Would you like to sing her a song? I have a song that might be appropriate, if you'd like me to sing it. Yeah... Yeah, sorry, Gwen. Uh, I'm not very good with death of of, of people I know, and uh, I feel like my voice is sort of stolen from me on this one. Okay. Um, this is something Juna taught me uh, when I was younger, and um, it feels like the appropriate time um, to sing it. Juna's going to come and hold Guy's hand while she sings it. Journeys start and journeys end Paths cross and entwine Fate may lead you to a friend Who leaves from time to time But if your bond is strong They are never truly gone Journeys start and journeys end until we meet again, my friend. Until we meet again, my friend. Until we meet again, my friend. Guy yeah. will just give her a push off. You watch as she she falls into the water. Do horses sink? And it's not long. She doesn't buoy up or anything like that. She just starts sinking as the boat travels away and really quite fast before you can't see her in the lake anymore. My mum would have liked your voice. Thank you. I, I haven't felt like singing for a long time. Um, so, felt like the right time. It was beautiful, Gwen. I think Bessie would have liked that. I like Gwen. I hope so. Yeah. We're lucky to have had her with us. And to have had her with us again. <laughs> We lost her for a little while, we got her back, and maybe we'll meet her again. In some plane or other. Yeah. Guy, I've got, I've got a story that 
might help. <sighs> Gwen, you, you know this story. It's the story of the griffin, which might ease your pain if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I heard this story in the Rillian Isles. It's called The Story of the Griffin. Paladins of Tuvir, when they swear their oath of allegiance, are entrusted with a griffin egg, which hatches and imprints on them, and they nurture it to adulthood. The time and love that they put into rearing their griffins builds a trust bond that is unbreakable. A griffin will do anything for its owner, but also a paladin of Tuvir will do anything for their griffin in return. And so with enough time and love and willingness on both sides, any bond can be forged, even in the oddest of circumstances. That's a story they tell on the Rillian Isles. Hmm. That's a wonderful story. You had a beautiful bond with Bessie, guys. It's true. Yeah, she had a lot of spunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfectly normal American idiom. I, I, oh, I just, was fully with it's it. It's so gross, though. I was fully with it. What? Why? I, that... I was holding it in and then Ben darted off screen. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I will cut at that. I'll cut <laughs> I was fully with it. The naughty one. Yeah. <laughs> By this point, it's actually only about half an hour until you arrive at, mm. at shore. It's dark, early evening where the town comes into view. And Drostad itself, as you see it approach, it's mostly low buildings. Mm -hmm. There's some lit lanterns along the streets here and there, which makes you spot it on the horizon. As you approach, sort of, each of the buildings are sort of white plaster walls, which makes them more luminescent in the nighttime. Uh, Dark timber frames helping outline them. Hallie guides the ship into the dock, sets down the ramp, looks over at you all, gives a little nod but doesn't really approach to like send you off what she does is go below deck so that she can't see you leave let's get moving let's be off okay let's get moving nice and quiet like cool so we leave the ship yeah myra starts leading the way uh she darts through the streets trying to keep us quiet or or at least as as normal looking as possible and actually, there's not that many people around town. The only thing that does stand out to you as you as you move through these dark streets is one larger building. It's the only one in the entire town that's three stories high, so it stands out. It's like a, a big cube-like block. And as you pass sort of through the streets, just by an open open courtyard leaning up to its gate, you do see the uh, the symbol of the Wingthrups on the gate, a triangle with a gear at each corner. Myra stops. She says, "That's, that's the uh, the WCI. Yeah, I thought that's where they keep all of the the injured soldiers. But anyway, uh, and then she carries on leading you out through out north through the town. And then once the buildings start thinning out a bit, she sort of leads you down through some slightly country streets, and eventually you come to a pair of buildings. One is a comfortable-looking cottage, in much a similar style as as all of the others in town." But the other is a large, fenced-off shed. There's a figure in the, the shed's courtyard, inside of the fence as you sort of pass by. Looks like a bulky, armoured warrior. And as you sort of, like, move in closer and past it, completely faceless, holding a great sword, just stood at ready in the centre of this courtyard, beyond the, the fence. 
It doesn't uh, look like a footman chest. of any description, does it? It's a statue, right? <laughs> okay. Because just because it was faceless. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like, it's a statue. Make a If you want to have a, yeah, if you <laughs> yeah. want to have a quick, a, a look through the gates, a look through the, the bars of the fence. Is it like mechanical? Can I, or is it like, like a golem? That's what yeah. I thought it was a golem as well. I, I got an eight, yeah. so it's irrelevant anyway. Oh. Well, anyone else that wants to stop and look can yeah, make I another perception. Mind. Quick perception check, yeah. Is it pronounced yeah. golem or golem? It's a golem, right? Golem. 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 Dravanian accent's quite weird. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, actually, no, eight. sorry. You're not all from Dr- Dravane, are you? No. The only Dravanians no. are um, Enkidu and Gwen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm. Well, as far yeah. as I know. To your knowledge. To my knowledge. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who else is making perception checks? I I did a terrible one. Eight. Cool. Ooh. Everyone is quite distracted by the fact that it is faceless. Mm. So they're like, um, <laughs> I got a twenty-one. Oh. Oh. oh, amazing. Gwendolyn in the dark. Yeah, you can see it. It, it looks to be made of, of metal, possibly a kind of brass. Like you, because of the, the work your father's done, you, you're kind of used to seeing strange shapes and metals and things in the dark. And you're like, ah, oh, I think that's maybe like a brass type sort of statue of a thing. As you sort of move around, yeah, Gwendolyn, you notice as well that on its breastplate of this armored being, it does have, again, the sigil of the wing thrups, this triangle with a gear at each corner on it but it doesn't seem to be moving and if it is some kind of guardian it looks pretty inert it seems to have a little bit of like moss or something growing across it Gwendolyn explains all that to the group so I think we're safe but maybe not get too close you never know yeah dragon gate good plan sounds good to to me yep stone dragon gate I suppose really yeah there's a new dragon gate now (laughs) um where would you like to Head for there seems to be lights on in both the cottage and the the shed, so where would you prefer to go knocking? Myra, uh, Myra, do you know where your cousin might be? Well, I don't know. She lives here alone, so she's either left a light on in the house or she's working in the shed. Which is closer? I'm sorry to say this, but I I am exhausted. <laughs> well, you can never go wrong checking out someone's work shed. But wouldn't it be rude if we're caught in the shed without knocking well, on she the might house be in first? It. Like, knowing your cousin, where most likely do you think she is? Is she, like, around this time of the evening, is she said often that she's, like, working late? Or is she, like... There is scene! Okay. Okay. We're yep. doing that. There is scene! Well. <laughs> Myra, just shouting out into the darkness. <laughs> she stops, she looks, she says, well, if you don't know, sometimes you have to experiment, don't you? Well, Quite right. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes you have to forge the anvil before you swing the hammer. Whatever. <laughs> oh, shut up, Orin. <laughs> Should we just go and knock on the front door that of the cottage? That sounds like a good idea. Let's go do that. Oh Guy stealthily just fist bumps Oren. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Oren fist bumps back. <laughs> as you start moving towards the the cottage, the door does open as you're a, a few steps away. And you see a young woman, probably about 17, 18 years old from the look, tan skin, green almond-shaped eyes, messy black hair that set back like sort of her hair's held back with a, a set of goggles of her own mm. wide-eyed coming out 
It's like, Myra? Myra? Pulls her goggles down. Oh yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and Myra's like, Ferrisine, hello, these are my friends. I've gone on an adventure and we blew up a ship and there was a dragon and we fought loads of elementals and they can't decide what to call us. Uh, hello. hello. Hi. Pretty much. Hi. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> yep. Pretty surprisingly accurate summary. Kerosene mm. <laughs> looks at you all, says, uh, all right, um, come in, I suppose. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Who, sorry, who are, who are you all? Myra, who, 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 who are you? Uh, we oh. have been assisting Myra and keeping her safe um, as she has been on a journey to meet you. She has something she would like to ask you for help with. And we are all a little bit exhausted. Well, I've just been I'm making Gwendolyn. dinner, so do you want to come in? Oh, sorry. Hello, Gwendolyn. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> Should have said that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Come in. I, 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 to be honest, I don't often have visitors, so I weren't cooking a lot, but you're welcome to come and have some of it. Thank, Thank you. you. That's most generous Thank of you. you. Yes. Yeah, let's grab some grub. All right. Would you like a hand with the cooking? Oh, do you cook? Yeah. She is the best. Yeah, if you could oh, take yeah. over, that'd be great. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, slip back, right. I slip back to Orin and say, we still have rations, right? What? I mean, if June is cooking, what? Yeah, but like... Yeah, and Kidu hates Juna's cooking. It's worms. <laughs> it could be worms. Oh, really? Worms and butterflies. Um, like, I, well, I don't mind having a, a biscuit for dinner. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to absolutely. eat a worm. Well, actually, there's a couple of pastries that uh, right, I couldn't yeah. find anywhere else to put. So <laughs> you can have one of them if you like. He's just been carrying them. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't have listened to episode 23 today, I would have forgotten to put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> It looks a little stale now, not going to lie, but it's probably fine. Better than eating a worm. Yeah, so I'll slip that in my pocket. Um, so yeah, she sort of, she runs over a little bit, gives Myra like a big old hug and then leads her in by the hand and the two of them start chatting away as they walk into the kitchen. Ferrisine and Myra just take seats at the table. They don't even really start paying attention to the rest of you with the two of them starting to chat away. They, they sort of form into their own little bubble that is just not aware of, of the outside world. Listening in, you get the impression that Ferrisine has heard that Myra has gone missing. Is very glad that she's safe, but is just more curious about why she'd gone missing. Not necessarily like if she was in danger. What are you all getting up to in the kitchen? We're all in the kitchen together. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a fairly small kitchen actually. It's a sort of a nice stove to one side, a little fire pit for a uh, for anything that you want to cook there. There's a uh, one big table in the center and a few cupboards around the edge. Nothing particularly fancy actually. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing, like, mechanically interesting about the kitchen. No, it's pretty straightforward. The only thing is that it is a mess. It (laughs) is an absolute tip. (laughs) There are dirty plates everywhere. There is a bowl of water with cups and things in, but they've not been touched, and you don't know how long for. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I might give them a quick wash before I start the cooking. I'll cast fairy liquid fire. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, is there any bottles of booze or anything david uh make an investigation check around the cupboards natural 20 oh, yeah. Hey. you gave yourself bardic inspiration from your joke <laughs> <laughs> there are none there is not one bottle of alcohol in the place damn actually that's a lie you do find a bottle of ethanol <laughs> <laughs> but medical grade it's very clear that that's not for drinking 
Ooh. And in fact, even when you find it, Ferris is like, oh, that's where I put it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're a desperate guy, I can give you a twain tied laced in a bit of frosting. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I think that's hitting the uh, hooch a bit too strong. I just remembered, actually, I got some whiskey, actually. I got a bottle of whiskey from a while ago. I'm going to enjoy that. Does anyone want a couple of drinks? Um, I'll have a drink while I do the, this cooking. I'll find the least dirtiest glasses and just get a couple for people. Oh, no, sorry. I've just washed these couple up. Oh, actually, oh, don't you. touch that with your bare hands. Um, I'll cast mage hand and, like, I just like <laughs> daintily put it next to the bowl. Like, uh, place is filthy. I am really, really uncomfortable with how dirty this place is. Is dirt not your thing in Kiju? No. Bit of a clean freak. Uh, oh my gosh. And he's like, he's shrugging his shoulders, trying to like, okay, that's it. And he whips off his jacket. He bamps the scimitar away. And he's like, that's it. No, 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 no. And he starts um, <laughs> like picking up um, some some plates, some cups. He's putting them in the bowl. <laughs> Mr. Thorne, if you're on cooking duty, I can at least clear the way for you. I, no, no. <laughs> Suddenly you, all the exhaustion that he had Thank is you. just like gone. He's like... Nope, cannot rest until where I'm eating is clean. <laughs> Cleanliness. He's this is an excellent shade of Enkidu. I love this. As so we're starting to move cups and plates around, you just hear Ferrisine being like, and that's the one that's in love with her. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they make a very nice couple. <laughs> and Myra's like, no, no, Ferrisine, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so Fe- so Ferrisine, what's your what's your game? What's your jam? Uh well I don't think I have any jam around here. I've got marmalade. What do you what do you get up to? Well I don't know. To be honest, I'm more worried about what Myra's been getting up to with all of you. So you're junior, is that right? Yeah. Right, yeah, the questiony one, right. <laughs> is that right, Myra? Yeah. Okay. Questiony one? <laughs> You ask a lot of questions, apparently. That's a fair summarising of your character, frankly, though. <laughs> I, I'll accept that. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing I did in response was ask a yeah, question. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, what's your, what's your deal? Why are you, you travelling around here? We're heading north. Yeah, but what for? Throwing questions back at you now, aren't I? We're just... We're trying to get up towards Marath, actually. Yeah, we're going to make our way through um, Aeland so, and then make our way Aeland, up to Marath. Through Marath and up to Marath. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Splinter Falls, so we're just heading up that way to try and get some information. That's, that's right, Father. that is. Mm, we've got a long journey ahead of us. Uh, we were wondering if there's anything that the uh, Wingthrops can do to help us on our journey. You know, any contraptions or things like that, that might come in handy on that long, dangerous road. And uh, we stumbled upon know. this wonderful lady. I'll point to Mira. And just be like, yeah, and she seemed like to be in a bit of a, a spot of trouble. And uh, we just uh, gave her help, didn't we, gang? And then she told us about her um, predicament. Yeah. Yeah, that is right weird. What? Well, about what she said about her parents. She told oh, me. Uh, yeah. We've been talking, right? I've... She told me about her parents and that, mm. yeah. That is right odd, isn't it? Have you heard about anything like that before? Well, I've not exactly heard anything like that. But, uh, well, I've been noticing something... Sort of looks at Myra. Myra, when you touched your parents, right, you know, held their hands and, like, gave them hugs and stuff, right, yeah, did it feel kind of, like, stiffer? Like, not as not as cuddly, right? And Myra sort of looks at them. Well, yes, actually, that is a very... Yes, I suppose that is a good way to describe it. Yes. Right, okay, well, uh... So, uh, for those of you that don't know me, 
And that's everyone in the Which room. Which is all of us, yeah. All of us, yes. Yeah. Apart from my... Uh, so I, uh, I work down at the, uh, the WCI, right? Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm just apprenticing because I've not quite yet done my first test for the Winthrop. So I'm not old enough just yet. So I've got to work for a bit, obviously, before I test because I don't know what I'm going to be testing on. So I've been doing the rounds. Anyway, some of the prosthetics that have been coming in, yeah. Mm. It's right weird. They're not powered by elementals. Oh, what do they seem to be powered by? Well, that's what I can't figure out. And I'm wondering if it's like part of my test that I've got to figure it out beforehand, but... And do they look like the other prosthetics? Well, yeah, they look the same. They look very realistic, like all the rest, but... Is there one of them in your uh, workshop now? Yeah, yeah, have you got one here? It's a slight smile that comes across her face like, I might have nicked a couple. I don't know. I see. Um, All right, you with the goggles, you come with me. We'll, have, we'll go have a look, right? Okay. How long is dinner going to be? 15 minutes. All right, okay. Yeah, come on, you come with me. Okay, I will happily follow her. Myra, you probably should stay here just because uh, it's hard for the DM to keep swapping between voices. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you're really annoying, Myra, so, you know, just stay yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Can I send Rwana after Orin just so that we've not sent him? On his own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've got Aggie with me too. Yeah. Oh, you have got Aggie, Aggie with you as well. Yeah, no, they, no, can, they can Rorin's come down Rorin's together. Rorin's yeah, the pair of geese. I'll yeah. happily take yeah. a pair of geese. Ferrisine leads you straight outside, Orin. Is anyone else following? Or? Gwendolyn's going to follow out of curiosity that she wonders if the workshop's going to be similar to her father's, so she wants to go check it out. Mm-hmm. So Ferrisine, yeah, she, she doesn't bat an eyelid at you following. Leads you outside, across the sort of little garden, through the gate, past this statue which as you pass Gwendolyn it's probably comparable in height to you if not a little bit taller it's quite foreboding but then she like walks up to the the shed pushes open uh, a side door and inside it's a big big space big wide open space with tables and apparatus scattered about there are tools all over the floor she's clearly just a very messy person and like strip lights embedded in the ceiling and she sort of, yeah, she like moves through, winds through some of the tables. Like there's weird little like contraptions that she's clearly working on herself, Orin, that you, you recognize like the basics of them, but then they're clearly unfinished. And part of it's, you're like, that looks dangerous if it's going to be left there like that. Why is any of this like this? But she leads you around towards the back of the workshop to a small table with a box there with a blue blanket thrown over it. She whips off the, the blanket and inside are four forearms and hands. And they look incredibly realistic, apart from the fact that at one end, there's clearly shapes for them to be attached to a person. Wow. Moulds that somebody who perhaps is missing part of their arm could use this. Sorry, is it four forearms that you said, or four... (laughs) There's four... Four, Repeat four, four arms. Four, four, There's four arms. four arms and hands. Yeah. I know I'm not there. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's worth clarifying. Yeah. And they so they they look like flesh, basically. They look like flesh. Yeah. But then there's like a connection down at one end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Those look incredible. Um. I mean, yeah, they're like they're right good. You wouldn't even when one of those was on, you wouldn't even know that it was it was a prosthetic, would you? Well, no, that's kind of the point, isn't it? Oh. I had no idea such things were possible. Yeah, I didn't know you could make them realistic like that. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you could, if the person don't want them looking too realistic, like, you know, we, we can offer a variety of designs, but, well, these are some of the newer ones that, like, people want to use and, like, it's, it's all magical, right? 
you, you stick your arm in and like it just wow. it attaches to you. It works as if you you'd never been injured in the first place. Man, that's amazing. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, normally there's like, and she picks one up. She goes, "There's like a socket down this end, right, that you can unscrew, and you, that's where you put the battery in." And like, obviously, it is dangerous, right, for uh, somebody carrying an elemental round in their arm and that. But uh, yeah, wandering around with elementals that feels like a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's right dangerous. Yeah. Unless, obviously, it's housed properly and... Of course. But this one, it don't have... I can't find the socket anywhere. I don't think it's inside. So, the the other ones, do you have to, what, like, swap the batteries out every now and then? No. No, okay, no. no. Well, I mean, like, one battery will last for, what, hundreds of years, so... Oh, right, okay, longer than the user. Exactly, exactly. So it's never been an issue as far as I know. Yeah. Not necessarily. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, yeah, that's true. Can I... Can I have a look at one? Well, yeah, that's why you're in here, right? Yeah. I will look at one of the prosthetic forearms if I can. Goes, oh, wait, 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 oh. wait, wait, oh. wait. What? She runs over to another side box, like starts rummaging, runs back to uh, Gwendolyn, hands you a set of goggles. Oh, uh, goggles. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> I'll put them on. What? Great. <laughs> that's for like... Uh, if anything explodes, you don't want it yes. blinding you, do you? Yes, of course, that makes total sense. Yes, I would definitely know that. Um, yes, I'll put them on. They look fetching. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not about style. It's about protection, right? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Uh, uh, protection is very important. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I just, uh, I just never saw myself wearing goggles, you know. It's more uh, orange type of thing. So it's, uh, it's just exciting. Um, sorry, you carry on. <laughs> Yeah. She um sort of as Orin approaches the uh the the four forearms, <laughs> she she almost like pulls you back a little bit, Gwendolyn as well, pulls her own goggles down over her eyes and is just waiting. So yeah, Orin. I will pull my goggles down. Um Can I just have a look at one first of all? Just have a good poke yeah. around at it a little bit, just to see see what it looks like, have a look at the end where it connects to the uh, the rest of the limb. Um. Yeah. Interestingly, the connection point, it looks as made of flesh as the rest of the arm. And like, you know, you pick them up, you feel it. Like they're cold. Mm. You get the impression that they're not active currently. But yeah, it's very hard to see where any seams or anything like that are. It just feels and looks like completely like an arm. Huh. Um, Juna said we had 15 minutes, didn't she? Yes. Uh, Give or take. Okay, hang on. Have we got 10 minutes? I'm just going to... Drat. Okay. Ben looks at his prepared spells for the day and doesn't have the one that he wants. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am going to spend 10 minutes, if I may, tuning Mm -hmm. my goggles of magical detection to at least be able to detect magic, Mm. uh, which would give me an indication if they're magic and what school of magic, if any it would have school of magic test the dm (laughs) (laughs) during that 10 minutes gwendolyn is probably going to ask uh ferrisine about the statue so that brass statue outside that's um it's quite something is it more than a statue well i think so Uh, i was told that it was something to do with my uh my test once i got to my 18th then i well i'd have to figure that out Oh, 
and it helped it helped me find uh, find the workshop. So, gosh, that's fascinating. So you've just had that there your whole life? Well, no, I've only been here about a year or so. But uh, oh, yeah, they dropped that off about six months, six months back. Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's going to come to life and and take you there? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. From like, I think it is like the first puzzle, for want of a better word. Oh. It's the first step to to being tested. If I can't figure it out myself, then. Well, then who knows where I stand in the family, but I think, I, you know. So you have to solve various puzzles to be able to even find uh, where this, uh, what is it? You're going somewhere in the forest, you say? I thought Myra said she told you everything. Oh, yes, yes, sorry. I, I, I'm just a bit forgetful. Um, yes, yes, so you're going to uh, where, um, you're going within the forest, you're going to go and do your special test to make sure you're part of the Wingthrops, of course. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, it's basically just to prove that we are smart enough to stay in the family, right? <laughs> well, but there are like a series of tests right the way throughout our lives, and uh, this is the first one. Obviously, they don't let kids go and do them because you could die, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or at least lose arms and stuff. That's probably why they started inventing these, uh, these prosthetics <laughs> to patch up their families yeah and you don't know how to get there without solving the puzzles well no i've never been there like once you've been there of course you know how to get there but i've never been so wow it's quite a mystery are you excited yeah a little bit a bit nervous yeah but i don't know i can't imagine it's that hard i probably do harder work down at the uh down at the wci anyway what would happen to you if you didn't pass would your family just throw you out or? well from what i've heard right i would be dead so oh wow okay so if you're stupid you get killed by the puzzles well yeah but that, like none of us are that stupid so <laughs> to be honest most of uh, most of the kids that are that stupid don't even take the test to begin with like they just get sent off right <laughs> or they run away oh sounds like a loving family well it's like being born into a family business right but sometimes well, the family business expects a certain amount from you, if that makes sense. Hmm. And sometimes, like, you've got to make that choice on whether or not that, like, you're right for the business or not. And, uh, yeah, some people can hack it. Actually, surprisingly, I can relate to that, so... Oh, why? What's your family do? Oh, um, bakers. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, not that good a cook, are you? No, I just... <laughs> I can't raise a loaf to save my life. <laughs> Me neither. You should see my... Oh, I mean, you have seen my yeah. kitchen, but... Uh, yeah, no. yeah, that's why I thought I'd leave them to it to <laughs> try and seek adventure instead. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. Yes. Seeing the world and that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll be honest, like, I'll probably just end up tinkering around here for the rest of my life. But at least there's business and it's a good business, so... Well, that's something. I like it. Uh, Do you think it's worth dying for? Well, we deal with a lot of uh, dangerous stuff. So if I can't deal with any tests the family sets, then I probably can't deal with any of the the Mm. business side of things anyway. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. It's it's interesting to get to know you. Oh, thanks. As you're um, tuning up your goggles, Orin, there are three schools of magic that seem to be coming from each of these arms. There seems to be a combination of abjuration, bit of enchantment and a little bit of evocation as well all in various ways they all seem to sort of as you're sort of trying to scan over it yeah there does seem to be a focal point for all of this magical energy inside the palm of each hand but you can't because of the casing you actually can't see beyond like the energy itself you can't see what is causing it. Okay, so it just seems to be sort of focused there, like that's where the power's 
flowing from out of there into the sort of the rest of it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'll shout over to Ferrisine and be like, okay, it looks like it's coming from the palm, some sort of power. Yeah. I figured that out, but what is it? Uh, well, I don't know exactly. Mix of different things in there. Um, the battery's not usually in the palm, is it? No, it's normally out down at connector end. Have you tried opening one up? But there's no seam and I don't want to break them because I've got to take them back. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, if I had a way of fixing it afterwards. Yeah. Like, if it looked like it were, it weren't damaged. I reckon I can make that happen. All right. I mean, it'd be on your head. I'll just blame you. I'll say that you stole them. I see what. I'm sure I'll be long gone by then. So you can say what you like about me. Oh, okay. I'm excited, Gwen. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I love it when Orin does things like this. Yeah, is he any good though? Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's so clever. She takes another step backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn takes a step backwards with her as well, because just in case. Yeah. All right, we're safe distance. Off you go. Okay, here we go. Um, can I pull out my tinker's tools and gently kind of just sort of start sort of feeling around the palm of the hand and just seeing if I can kind of tease open a bit of an opening somehow to kind of look inside underneath? Yeah, absolutely. Make a, ooh, again, make a sleight of hand check because you're trying to be as gentle as you possibly can be, but also to like try and pry it open somehow. Is this considered using my artisan's tools? Uh, yes, I'd say so. So can I add my artisan's intuition? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, oh, nice. what it is. That's some proper, mm. proper artificer stuff going on here. I love it. Cool. Layers on layers on layers. Okay, that is 19. 19, yeah. So as you start tracing some of the, the lines in the skin of the palm, you do find a very small, just a little knock that you sort of get, just a little notch that you you get your, your tool in. You start pushing it down to like pry it open and there is a small crack that then runs right the way along the lifeline. Yeah. I'm looking over at Vicky here. Yeah, the yeah, Lifeline, yeah. that's, yeah, around the thumb. Yeah, that line there. And it just sort of, the crack runs right the way along. However, as soon as that happens, the entire palm grips the tool. <laughs> Have you still got your goggles on? Yeah. You can see, uh, looking in, that fourth school of magic has like Ooh. powered in, and there is also a little bit of uh, conjuration going on. <gasps> Just a little bit. But the trouble is, is that you're a tad distracted because it's not only from this one. <gasps> All four of them seem to have activated in some way. What? And the other three suddenly, like, flip up. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, they're, just, they're just sat there, but they've just suddenly kind of, like... Yeah, they're, like, perched on their fingers, the arm part in the air. All four of them still in the box. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and my tool's still stuck apart in one of them? From, apart from... Yeah, apart from the one that you've currently got a tool in, and it's just gripped the tool. Um... Okay, uh, Ferrocene, have they ever done that before? <laughs> well, no, they they only really do that when you put them on people. Right, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to try and pull the tool out <laughs> from this one. And all three of the others just leap from where they are over to you. Uh, <laughs> and that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Oh, 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 God. oh my gosh. Nice. Oh my gosh. Oh, right, that's creepy. Uh, this is brilliant. Uh, It'll be fine. They're armless. Hey. <laughs> you have been listening to 
David Knight as your Dungeon Master. Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 